And good evening, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. And tonight we're going to talk about a topic that already is getting me some hate mail from people. And I guess that's just the way people want to be. I think we should, as Americans, be able to talk about anything and all things. And if you're someone who just pays attention to the legacy and traditional media, you probably don't even know that we have an immigration issue. But today I was listening to the radio and a group, one of the largest groups to come over at one time, 500 people were crossing the border, the southern border uh, today. And it's an increasingly huge problem. Um, and so a local group reached out to me, Texas Border Recon, um, out of, I'm, I'm sure because of one of the graphics, they're out of Texas. And this is a group of uh, law enforcement agency, former law enforcement, former military, um, volunteers, and they're all super concerned about that. And they've started a group and they're trying to get the word out to people that this is actually going on. And we have some statistics, we have some numbers. We're gonna have a conversation about this. Um, you can call it undocumented if you'd like. We're gonna call it illegal because it is. And um, crossing the border is illegal. And I think as a culture, we've kind of watered words down a lot and we take the meaning out of them. Um, because we're trying to soft pedal it? I, I don't know. I guess I just don't understand. I, when I was in the news business, I see people do this all the time. And, and you don't get to um, change the meaning of words if you're, you know, yes, you're undocumented. That's one way, but it's also illegal. So we can call that both. Um, it doesn't mean you're, mean you're making a judgment on people or you're being racist. It means you're saying you're illegally in this country. And it's a huge problem. In fact, I'm going to give you some numbers off their website that I found. $133 billion a year is spent on illegal immigration in the United States. $133 billion. Um, there's 7.5 thousand people cross the border illegally daily. Um, you're judging the act, not the person. Exactly, Beth. And, and, and I am so tired of the cultural monitors trying to make twist words and make people say that you're racist because you're saying, we're talking about, Beth, you put it perfectly. It is, you're judging the act, you're not judging the person. Um, and, and so we're gonna just have this conversation. Um, Facebook's been getting real pissy with me. And uh, so hopefully this isn't gonna be a big issue. Our show tonight is sponsored by Bucks Sanitary Service. Um, we really appreciate what they do. They provide all kinds of restroom facilities for emergency management people. When there's an emergency, a forest fire, they're there with showers and toilets for those people. And if you have a party, they'll be your people you can use. Chris Dental Family Dentistry, also one of our big sponsors, uh, loves topics like this because they love to have conversations. If you're watching right now, share this on your page so other people on your page, it'll go directly on your page so other people can see it. Also, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center. Matt McCarl loves to have conversations where people are talking about things that are uncomfortable. Um, if you're somebody who's going through pain and different, different kinds of things, hyperbaric treatment is the newest thing. Look it up. It's awesome. You can do a lot of things with it. And also family, uh, Compton Family Wines. Uh, they're our new client. Uh, they also sponsor us. They're out of Philomath. And Tabitha and them have a great deal. You'll see it in a video coming up in a little bit. But if you go on their site, uh, Compton Family Vineyards, and you slash Rick, uh, you'll get $15 off two bottles or more of any of their wine. What's the topic? Illegal immigration. So let's get started. 
puts up with this? That's what I don't understand. Bring the lion out. Bring the, bring the lion. Um, tonight on our show, we're gonna have... Hey guys, don't you think it's kind of fun that you get to comment on the news? Yeah, there's a cost. Oh yeah, there's a cost. People come after you. Like, I think that's why this is so much fun is because... We'll see you at five. And again, we have members of Texas Border Recon, a group, and this is this is Ryan. Now, Ryan does look an awful lot like the state of Texas in a flag, <laughs> but it's because Ryan has uh, some, he had some t technical difficulties on his computer. Ryan, welcome. Hi. Hey, it's good to have you here. And then we have Joshua. And they can hear me. We can hear you. Good. Okay. Good. Awesome. So you guys tell me what this, how you got this Texas border recon. First explain to people, what are you? Ryan, you want to take that or you want me to take that? Uh, go ahead. Okay. Um, basically a few months ago, um, I put out a feeler, you know, on my personal page saying, Hey, you know, you know, we, the people have to unite and we got to get something done on our border issue. Um, you know, we notice all the people that are being hurt in our communities and around the country, just story after story that you see every day in the news um, and not mainstream news, but just, you know, like Fox or Newsmax that you see. Um, and, you know, Ryan reached out to me. We had another guy reach out to me. And that's how we started. Um, and we've been growing ever since. What do you see in Texas? What do you see happening? Because I, I was on listening to the news today and they said one of the larger groups. And you said actually there's larger groups than that. Um, yeah, there, there is a larger group than, than what you said earlier in your intro. Um, so that was today. That was 500 today caught at one, one point of entry. Um, yesterday, I believe, there was 1,800 caught in a single day. Um, and that was through the Del Rio sector. So what is this doing to Texas? What do you see? Because we're in Oregon. Or, or most of the viewers are. I'm in Montana. We're not seeing it as openly as you are. What's this doing to your state? Well, it's overrunning our schools, our hospital systems, um, and our communities with um, crime. Um, you know, our students are having a hard time uh, progressing as they should um, because they're having to wait for the other students to, you know, they have to bring in, um, uh, and one of our other guys is actually a teacher, but they have to bring in people that speak Spanish as well as English, and they have to dual teach these classes. Um, and then they have to expand those classes and, and have two separate classes where they're teaching Spanish and English classes. Um, and that's a huge burden on us as, as taxpayers in Texas. Um, the federal government is doing nothing to help us out with this. So, Ryan, what, what, who are your members? Who are the people that are coming up the board? Are these just any kind of community members or anyone? I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? Ryan, who are the people that are coming together, like, in your group in this Texas? So it's it's a good variety of people. It's it's ex-military, it's ex-police, it's ex-border patrol. We have a lot of uh, volunteers on the digital side that are just advocates and passionate about getting involved and caring for their state and strengthening their communities. So it's a good mixture when it comes down to people on the ground that's uh, pretty much all ex-military. So I want to run an ad real quick, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit with you guys about how do you get this message across without being discounted by people, by them calling you racist or that kind of thing. So I want you to think about that for a second, okay?
And again, we are talking with Ryan and Joshua from the group Texas Border Recon, uh, live from Texas right now. Um, one of the things that troubles me about this is like, I already, I put out a piece just saying that we were going to be talking about this issue tonight and had people already screaming at me. It's like, we can't even have a civil discussion about this. Um, and it's our country. And it's like, it's without people acting like you're, 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 you're putting down a group of people. This is <laughs> most other countries in the world have, they, they don't just let people in without any question. Right. Yeah. I've, I've seen that too. And I don't know if it's, you know, disinformation out there. I don't know if it's just, they bought into a certain storyline and that's what they're, they're holding tight to or what, but I do agree that, you know, the only way forward is through conversation. And so when you start getting threats based on the topic, that's, uh, that's pretty un-American in my opinion. Um, but it's it, what one thing a lot of, people have to remember and keep in their mind too is a lot of people think it's just people from mexico that are coming across the border it's right. not it's people from all of the world all over backgrounds so just to clarify i don't know anyone that is anti-legal immigration i just know that there's a lot of people upset about illegal aliens it's it's breaking the law and and so you got to kind of think about it the first step into this country is you're saying hey i want to be a part of this country but i'm going to break some of your most basic laws that is a a pretty bad first impression in my opinion well the, the report i heard this morning of these 500 a lot of them were from were from venezuela colombia um they were it's it, this is not an anti-mexico thing this is right. like a, this is the border of the United States of America, and 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 people are coming in from all different directions. And what what what's 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 so troubling to me is why can't we just talk about this and what it is costing our country? Because most of us are too afraid. Because you will get labeled if you bring this up, and that has to stop. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. I I'm not quite sure what started that trend. Um, Cancel culture years ago. Totally the media. Come on, we don't have to. We're not going to pussyfoot. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Media buys <laughs> into the current narrative of the culture, and then they just propagate it. And then people who don't do their research and don't right. they, pay, they pay attention to one source, and they don't flip the dial on the radio and listen to all kinds of even people they don't like, which I do all the time. Then you don't get a well-rounded education of what's going on, and this is not. Right. Anti, and I think it's you know it's also because of Trump, because Trump, what he, you know, the things that he did, anything right. that's connected with him becomes you know uh, tainted. Right. Matt Kendall, the path to citizenship is brutal. Wish it could be expedited to get these folks to become contributing part of society. Yeah, that does need to change. It that does need to get. It, it takes a long time, and it is very very difficult. But on the other side of that, I have a lot of friends who have done the process, and it kind of pisses them off that people are cheating. You know, I mean, if you go through that process and then somebody else just kind of skirts by it and we as a nation or at least the leadership of our nation just allows that to happen. Um, that, that, what, what yeah. does that say? Think, think about being in that person's shoes. You know, you want to do it the right way. You, you respect and you love this country that you want to be a part of. You, you put your blood, sweat and tears into building a future. A lot of times for your children. And then you see 
there's just people just walking across and, and reaping the benefits that these people have worked so hard to be a part of. That's it. To me, that's the biggest punch in the gut I could imagine. So how is this group, Josh? I'm sorry? How is this group? How are you guys working in this group? How do you expect that to help? How do we expect it to help? Okay. Um, so yeah. And real quick. So what Ryan was talking about, though, with the, like half of my family are legal immigrants. Um, my brother and sister are first generation Americans. Um, you know, my stepmother um, and her family, they came here legally the right way. Um, none of us are racist. It's, it's not it's not a race issue for us. Um, it's a legal immigration issue. And it's 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 hurting Americans. It's killing Americans. Over 100,000 Americans each year are dying from drug overdoses, from fentanyl. Um, and then and there's also murders happening. And that number doesn't include the number of rapes um, that are occurring child molesters that are being caught um, and they're molesting our children. Um, it doesn't include the, the beatings and the robberies um, or anything like that. Um, and that's more people that are dying each year from this open border than all of World War One. I. I mean, that's it's a staggering amount of Americans that are dying. Um, but as far, as far as how we can help, um, sorry, um, what we're doing, what our goal is um, right now, and because we're a small organization, we can't actually physically stop people from coming across the border, right? Uh, we just don't have the manpower. Um, but what we can do is interdict um, the sex and the drug trafficking that are coming across. Um, and the way the cartels work is they're flooding our, our border um, and are overwhelming our BP with these IAs, the illegal aliens, right? So when you're getting 8,000 a day, um, that's overwhelming our Border Patrol and, and Department of Public Safety officers or state troopers. Um, they're busy putting hands on and processing these illegals versus stopping the sex and the drug trafficking. And so the cartels, they flank around to the east and the west, um, and that's where they, they run their sex and their drugs. And that's where we're going to come in. That's where we are. Um, we're out there um, in the dead of night uh, looking to stop them, hunting them down, um, you know, and hopefully we can rescue some children, um, both Americans and um, foreigners as well. I mean, the children are the innocent ones in all of this. You know, we're very passionate about our about children in this country. Um, and if I may build, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, right? I was just gets out. I'm just to build off a, a little bit on that. So when you mentioned kind of how do we help, it, it's it really comes down to to two things: having people on the ground, which takes resources. So as we build resources, we can have more people on the ground. Having a presence in an area uh, is actually a huge deterrent for these guys trying to come across. Um, whether it's uh, coyotes bringing groups over or drugs or whatever they're trying their purpose is your presence there is a huge deterrent for these guys and then the second thing is is exposure uh as as we kind of talked about a lot of people especially more up north that don't have a direct relationship or uh to to the border and what it's causing to their state directly they don't see or think or or, or realize how much of an issue this is for everybody in the United States. So part of that also is exposing the truth of what's really happening at the border, which takes manpower. Okay, both you guys hold on. I got going to grab two ads here and we'll get right back to you. 
Like a lot of businesses and a lot of individuals feel like they, they want to support them, but they feel like they can't because they feel like they'll be retaliated against. And I don't care. Like, I, I, I don't. I, I think we should support our police. They're wonderful people. They're not racist. They're not, they, they support, it's who we call when we have an emergency. I do a lot of sponsorship with the police departments locally. Uh, I feel like they don't have enough support, and I wanted to show my support by putting the billboard up. And I got Rick, you know, I got you on the billboard. I got uh, uh, Kill Colin on the uh, uh, billboard, uh, uh, and I just want to show that our support. I think more businesses need to show their their back, they back the blue. Dr. Gratlin put that up back up again in Springfield, so I wanted to air that ad. That's the reason he did it. Uh, we took a lot of flack for that. I think what people, you know, you guys live on that border edge, and you're right there. Um, and, and I think it's really easy for, you know, people like me in Montana or a lot of our viewers in Oregon and Washington. They're, they're, you know, we may be seeing it and feeling it in our tax dollars that we don't know about or, you know, the fentanyl coming up the, the I-5 corridor from Mexico or Colombia. Um, so we, we but, but really, we don't see that directly impacting like you guys in Texas. Explain to people what you're seeing besides the school. Uh, you are seeing it, though. Um, every state is seeing it. Every community is seeing it. Be it um, people that are dying. Um, there was a story we posted the other day on our Twitter feed. Uh, page about a girl from, uh, I believe, Rhode Island, a um, 13-year-old girl um, who was sex trafficked by MS-13. It's a cartel operating up in, in New England. Um, you guys, we just posted a story, I think it was Washington, where they caught something like 30 um, illegal alien Chinese um, who were running a cartel um, drug operation. Um, so it's every community, every state, um, they are feeling the effects. You just may not notice it um, or you may not see it. Um, but but it's there. Um, it, it's it's definitely there. Do you do you think that the reason the message sells so well um, is because um, it feels better to just to be inclusive and allow everyone in like that? Whereas no one, I mean, if people travel, Canada doesn't do that. I mean, Mexico doesn't do that. We have right? some of the most relaxed. We have some of the most relaxed border laws than any other country in the world. And that's impacting us how? Just, I mean, you've said some things, but give, give me some other information. Okay. Um, so not only are the 100,000 Americans um, dying each year, but you got to understand. So since Biden took office, um, you've had 3.5 million illegal aliens come in. That's 1.8 million this year alone, 2022. Um, and that doesn't include the one million gotaways. Um, these gotaways are the ones that law enforcement and we are worried about the most because these are going to be drug dealers. These are the ones that don't want to be caught. Um, these are going to be your gang members. Um, and they're the ones that are sneaking through on those flanks um, that we were talking about earlier. And that's who we're after. Um, that's our target is the cartels and the ones that don't want to be caught. Um, it, it, I mean, just think about it. So 4.5 million illegal aliens. That's more than 23 U.S. states, right? So that's more than the population of 23 U.S. states um, being absorbed in our country in what, in about a year and a half. Um, I mean, it's unsustainable. That's going to affect your hospital systems, your school systems. Um, I believe it was, Calif uh, and it was California um, is wanting to give them the right to vote. 
Um, New York tried to do it, but the, their Supreme Court blocked it. Um, I think it's Colorado is giving them access to Obamacare. Um, so that's U.S. taxpayer money that's, that's funding all of this that's happening. Um, this is on top of the monthly stipends that they're getting, um, that you're paying for. I mean, I don't know about you, Rick, but I don't get, you know, three grand a month from <laughs> the government to live here. Um, no, or for my health insurance or anything like that. Right, right. Um, so people will then get, though, okay, but, you're, you know, you're not being compassionate. You're not being kind. What do you say to them? Well, the, the thing about that is it's – Okay, we'll talk about a similarity, right? So one of the things they want to be all inclusive and everything like that, who says we don't either? We are very big on community. We are really big on helping your neighbor. I mean, especially in the South, we are all about a tight knit community and helping each other when you're in need. It's ingrained in us. So no one, we aren't, in, we're not, it's not that we don't care about people but we care about the rule of law. We care about the sacrifices that people have made for that rule of law. And if you come over and you do the process and, and you, you do it the right way, we will welcome you with open arms. The problem I have is welcoming someone with open arms when they don't do it the right way, they do disrespect us as a community and they take from our table to eat without even asking. To me, that's stealing. Okay, hold that thought. I gotta run. I gotta run something here real fast. Um, another one of our sponsors, guys, is Compton Family Wines out of Philomath. And if you go on their site, they have a special site that has a Rick Dancer. You'll see it on this little video. Um, if you go on there, you'll save fifteen dollars on two or more bottles. And tonight, she's talking about uh, Tabitha's talking about the Old Vine series. Check. I'm making styles more fruit forward wines. We're doing minimal minimal handling in the vineyard all the way through the winemaking. So what we're striving for is wines that are bright, crisp, we're big foodies. So we like wines that go well with our food and have some nice acid and balance to it. This is one of our most popular wines. It's our 2000 and, actually this is our Alpine Pinot Noir. So we have an Alpine Pinot Noir in our Old Vine series and then a Llewellyn. So this is our kind of Old Vine Collectors series. And it's 18 months on French Oak. This wine's gotten a 93 rating from Pinot Files and a 91 in Wine Enthusiasts. So. I've met some of those guys who've done those ratings, and it's super sweet that they are huge supporters of us, too, and love the wine, so it's awesome. And they are great people. Now I want to show you one more thing before we get back to our conversation. Matt McCarl owns New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center. Uh, they do light therapy, hyperbarics. It's awesome. He's a great guy. He's also a volunteer firefighter um, in Harrisburg, Oregon. So I told him he's one of the pyros that goes out and lights the fireworks out. And they won't let you go behind the scenes and watch that. So I said, would you shoot some video? And he did. So check out, this is really short, but check out this little video from the uh, 4th of July in Harrisburg, Oregon, behind the scenes.
think that's a really good place to look. Oh, hold on, Josh, there you go. Um, to be able to see that and you go, you know, here's the thing. I'm just tired of people controlling the conversation. Right. And I love new people. My family came here. Most of our families immigrated here, um, but they did it through a process. And that's all we're asking. It's become part of America, yes. But it's not like we're asking you to, to, to do something that other countries don't do. And it's not, a, you know, it, yes, it's a process that needs to be fixed and sped up, which, but, you know, and, and by saying this, I know I'll get somebody slapping me, but I had to go to DMV just to get my driver's license from Montana and sat there just to get that done. It took me, you know, days to get everything to go together. So everything in this country right now is a process. And especially since the overreaction to COVID, everything is a big process to that. So welcome to the world we live in. A process is a process. And yes, we should streamline it, but you don't just do away with it. And that's not being racist and it's not being anti-Mexico or anti-Venezuela or anti-anybody. It's doing the same thing most other countries do. And we should be able to talk about that publicly without Facebook and others censoring us and without people coming on and getting their butt all puckered up about it. It bugs the hell out of me. Go yeah. ahead, you guys. No, I absolutely agree. It's just like you said. It, I don't understand how we went from, okay, there's issues with the process to just throwing the whole thing out the window. Right. There was no conversation. There was no middle ground. There was no working together. Yet we always talk about unity and coming together and not being divided. There was never that opportunity yet. We're all going to be faced with these consequences. So let's go back to the conversation. Let's improve and streamline the process to make it better and easier for legal immigration. It's, it's kind of, I, I guess the thing that I can never fathom about that whole perspective of just leaving the door open is these same people that want to have anybody be able to walk across the border and, and be a part of this country without any background check, without any due process of their past life or what their intentions are, if they have family here or anything. But yet these same people lock their doors at night for their house. So if you aren't willing, I, what I don't get is you aren't willing to keep your doors unlocked at home at night, but you're willing to keep the country's doors open all the time. Right. And in the name of what? Right. And, and look what we have going on in our country right now. You know, it, it's with with crime and I'm not blaming it all on illegal immigration. I'm just saying if you have nothing to be accountable to or for, how do we know? And, you know, and of course, here in Oregon, we have a governor who's releasing uh, murderers and and killers. Um, and then we wonder why our state's. Um, you know, crime rate is soaring. Well, put two and two together, right? <laughs> well, it's I, we have a lack in this country of critical thinking skills. Um, they should be teaching less public relations and more critical thinking because we can public relations ourselves out of everything. Um, but to, you know, I heard was it Marine Waters? What's her what's what's her first name? Yeah, the mayor, like they played a clip I heard on the radio t like a week ago, and she's screaming F you uh, to justice, um, one of the justices on the Supreme Court. And then oh, today, yeah. today, she's crying out to people, we need to be more civil with our discourse. 
Well, listen, woman, you don't get to be that big of a hypocrite. And that's the problem is we need to start calling people on this stuff, you know, and saying, hey, let, you know, let, we all live in this country and we have rules and laws. If you don't like them, there are processes to change that. But you don't get to just ignore it. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's through the voting system. But as far as one reason why. Yeah, Laura, Maxine, Waters, yeah. Maxine Waters. That's who it is. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate my audience so much. They're super smart. Yeah, Mayor of Chicago. Yeah, there you go. Oh, Lori Lightfoot. That's who it was. Yeah. That, it was Lori Lightfoot, the mayor of Chicago, who said that last week and then today was crying for more conversation. So I agree with her. We should have more conversations of in kindness and, and as a community. But that doesn't mean we don't get to have hard conversations. I don't know where we became a country that became so, so, so wussy that we can't even have, we can't bring up tough issues and deal with them. It's almost like the country went from being, you know, right-brained, logical, ABC, one, two, three, get things done, strengthen, community, build, prosper, right? To, okay, now we built, we prospered, we made a community, we made rules, now let's shift our thinking as a country to the left side of the brain, which is emotional driven. So it's how does this make you feel? Does that hurt your feelings? It, feelings, it, it's that's an opinion. That's not fact. So at some point, we kind of swapped our thinking in this country, and we encourage that. Which you need both sides of the brain to operate, right? But at the same time, one side or the other, just like in politics, one, you know, all one side, all the other is never good. You got to have common middle ground. You got to have, you know, right. communication. You guys, you guys are young guys. Don't you think there's something we lost that ability, like in marriage and in relationships? It's the same way. My wife and I are completely opposite, which keeps us grounded. And so if, when you have one party running everything, you, you're not going to be, you're going to go all off one direction. I love more liberal thinking. It's great. And put that with some way over here. You get two opposite polars. You might come out somewhere here or here and get some great things going on. But once you get out of balance, you're, you're, you're screwed because then all of a sudden it's like, well, it, it doesn't feel right. Well, if I trusted my feelings, oh God, all the time on what I think, sometimes I have a good, you know, but it's, I have to temper that with some critical thinking skills. And we have gotten into this place. So I'm sorry, I'm getting on a tangent with you guys, but this is so much fun having this conversation because I know this is where we want to go with information. We want to start having these hard conversations. We're having to take everything and push it over on our website. And then we're probably going to have to then start sharing it to the social media channels because they keep threatening to shut us down because of um, content like this. That you know, it, it's what it's insanity. They don't want to hear the other side. Um, they only want to hear one side. What's going on? Um, but to your earlier point, though, about why I think one of the reasons why, um, and you know, the left, they are. I'm sorry, you know, the other side, they hate this, um, but it's it's this replacement theory, right? Um, the replacement theory is they're going to bring in all these illegals to replace us um, in the, you know, override our votes in the elections. Um, and then the left will say, oh, you're, you know, MSNBC, those guys will say, oh, it's racism. It's you're lying. That's not what they're doing. Um, well, just yesterday, the Biden is suing Arizona because they're banning illegal aliens from voting in federal elections. I mean, that's it's it's pure insanity. Um you know, you have to be, you have to be a, and the constitution specifically states that you have to be a U.S. citizen to vote in our elections. 
Um, you know, so I don't understand if they're not trying to, if it's not the replacement theory or whatever, why that they would be suing Arizona, right? Well, see, and, and then even if it's, you know, one way or the other, if it's a replacement theory or not, that's, a, that's an idea out there. But if we were just upfront and backing our laws, that wouldn't be an issue. It would, yeah, it would never be an issue. When you are secret and quiet and hide things, then people make things up or they come up with ideas. And then you get all this kind of stuff going on. And I'm not saying that's not true or not true. I don't, I don't know. But I'm just saying that, that you open the door for this kind of thing. And that's what's hurting our country is because we can't get in a unified place because too many of us are then questioning everything that's going on because we have to. And, um, and then you got the other people who won't question anything. That's exactly right. All we're doing is questioning. I'm not saying the replacement theory is what's going on. I'm just saying to me, it sounds pretty curious that, you know, that they're trying to stop Arizona from force or from uh, allowing only legal citizens to vote in federal elections. That just to me just doesn't make any sense. You know? So you guys wrap this up for me and tell people how they can get a hold of you and talk with you and, and find out more just what you think people in Oregon, Washington, Montana should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you want to learn more about us, our website is texasborderrecon.org. Um, if you go to .com or .org, it'll go to us. So texasborderrecon.org. Uh, we're on a majority of the social media platforms. So Twitter, uh, Gitter, Facebook, you know, Instagram, all, all the good stuff. You'll find us. We have all of our social media links on our website. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can through our site is one of the easiest ways or through a social media. Um, if you want to support us, we do have uh, how to do that through our website as well. And if you want to volunteer, we have two sides to volunteer. We have the digital side, which is managing social media accounts. Uh, we could definitely use some some writers and reporters. Um, and then uh, if you want to be more hands-on and be a part of the action at the actual border for missions, uh, we have a whole process for that with interview and background checks. All of our volunteers at the border go through a a pretty stern background check. We want to make sure the right people at the right places. Um, but yeah. Okay. Joshua, Ryan, thank you for reaching out. Um, share this on your page, people. If you disagree, that's fine. Comment on here, but just be civil for God's sakes. You know, listen to Miss Waters, <laughs> you know, at least when she's talking out of this side of her mouth this week, don't listen to what she said last week. And it's okay to call people out on this stuff. You can call me. You're sure free to call me out. You do it all the time, but you won't call out your own president, which by the way, have you seen his popularity ratings? Ooh, <laughs> if there's a toilet, it's in there. <laughs> Our gentlemen, I thank you for your time. See you later. Thank, hey, you, thank you so much for having us. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys see you later. Okay, there again. So the good thing is in all of this, if you get nothing else out of this, we had the conversation. We had the conversation. And it's okay to talk about hard things. If we don't as a country start talking about hard things, even if people are mean and even if they scream at us, we're going to get nowhere. So you just have to ignore the haters and open your mouth anyway. It's okay. Just don't be mean about it. And don't be hateful and, and, and racist and all that. But don't let people tell you you are what you know you aren't. This is about legality. It has nothing to do with the rest. Have a good night. I will see you tomorrow night. We have a gentleman, Bob Chard, on. Uh, there's, for years, there's been a movement in Oregon, people in rural Oregon, upset with 
urban Oregon, uh, to uh, create a state called the state of Jefferson. I don't know that much about the movement um, and I want to know more. So Bob's going to come on tomorrow and explain that to us. So that's tomorrow. Again, thank our sponsors, Buck Sanitary Service, Chris Dental Family Dentistry, New Leaf Hyperbarics and Wellness Center and Compton Family Wines. If you guys like our content, support our sponsors. That helps us stay on the air and we appreciate your business. All right. Have a good night and I will talk.